This is The Culture. Hello, everybody. We are back for episode 15 of the Cinema Wave podcast. And this time we are going to be reviewing a little indie comedy called Bottoms. I am Darian Scalamoni. I'm joined by Liz Seiko. Hello. And we're talking about Bottoms. Yeah. So Bottoms, a uh, recent movie that came out with uh, Emma Seligman, directed and co-wrote it with the star Rachel Sennett, mm-hmm. uh, who also co-stars with uh, Ayo Edebiri, who's been kind of a big rising star as of late. She's one of the co-leads in The Bear, which we've talked about on this channel. Um, we saw this film over the weekend. I saw it over the weekend. You saw it. Early- I saw it over the weekend, too, on Friday. Okay. So just early thoughts. What do we think? What do you think about Bottoms? I liked it a lot. I, okay. I wouldn't say like I loved it because it's uh, not my favorite film of the year, but I liked it. I think it's a great comedy. I think it's really funny. And I think what helped me be a little into it more was that I tried not to watch all of the trailer so that I wasn't completely aware of all the plots that they were going to go to. Okay. I didn't watch the trailer at all. Okay. Which, and I usually actually watch a lot of trailers. I'm surprised I didn't. And I, I didn't even see this in the you theaters. You really didn't watch no, the trailer I hadn't, at all? No, I hadn't seen it. So were you going But I knew the fully, plot. Okay, you weren't going I knew that they were starting. I knew they were starting a fight club. I, I think that I had maybe seen like a TV spot for it. Okay. And I knew that Marshawn Lynch was in it, which yeah. we'll get to. Um, But yeah, I, I enjoyed this movie. I didn't love it, similar mm-hmm. to you. Um, I think that it started off a little, I don't want to say slow because the movie. I was going to say slow. No, it's not slow, what? but it just, it didn't hit my wheelhouse of comedy and early on. And I think maybe it was because I didn't understand how heightened the comedy was going to be. Oh, you didn't know how like, no, how much satire was going to be in it. Yeah. Okay. So I think that this movie is not a grounded comedy, which mm-hmm. we've had some, a little bit of conversation about. This is very much like a satirical, like, uh, balls to the wall kind of comedy. Yeah. Um, and I think that at times it works really well. At times, I think the writing falls off a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that's where I kind of shift back and forth on whether or not I really like this movie. Okay. Or there are certain aspects where I'm just like, I can't fully get on board with it. Um, but Rachel Sennett is somebody that I've been intrigued by. And I had only seen her in The Idol. <laughs> I was going to say which, But I, I, I knew the hype behind her because I had heard a lot about the indie film Shiva Baby, which you had recently yep, seen. Yep, I just watched it. Um, and uh, she was in Bodies, 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 which mm-hmm. I, I missed last year. But I've heard good things about that as well. So I was interested in the duo of of Sennett and uh, Etta Beery. And I think, uh, I think they're a good pairing, honestly. Yeah, well, so fun fact, which I when I was looking up a bunch of things about this film after I saw it, um, they were roommates in college. Okay, so the chemistry is powerful. So the chemistry was there, and apparently they did like improv classes and stand up together when they were at NYU. Okay, so that already I thought that that's why I liked the film because from the first scene they already have great chemistry and great friendship. Um, which was nice because that's what made this film work for me was the friendship between the two main characters the whole time. It wasn't ever getting off of the plot of um, going on to a different relationship. It focused on the friendship between the two of them. Did you think that both characters had fulfilling sort of full arcs? Because I do feel that Io's character got more to work with as the film went along and she kind of stood out more, uh, especially towards the end of the film when, she has the relationship with um, what's the character's name? Um, let uh, me say, Isabel. Her um, when she has mm-hmm. the relationship with Isabel, 
So she stood out more to me in terms of this. And I was happy to see her kind of flex that comedic muscle. Yeah. Uh, which again, the bear has comedic moments, but she's a very serious character in that. Mm -hmm. uh, quirky, but more serious. Uh, so she stood out more to me. What did you think in terms of like, do you think it was a good two-hander or do you think that one might have gotten a little bit more spotlight over the so other? I agree. I think I don't I don't think spotlight. I think her character definitely had a bigger change. Um, but I think that happens in these type of films, like these comedy best friends trying to go change who they are and make a new name for themselves. Um, there's always one character that has a bigger growth change than the other one. Um, like for example, I mean, we've talked a little bit about it already, like book smart, um, even super bad. There's always one character that is kind of the more reserved character in the beginning, then all of a sudden has a bigger change while the outgoing one I think has less of a change because they're maybe looking for things that are a little bit more, uh, stereotypical. And so they don't have that emotional um, arc. Yeah. So I like, are you talking in terms of maybe Senate's character had more of like a cliche sort of mm -hmm. approach to her character because she was so outgoing in the beginning? Um, I just think that she, her character was looking for something that was not, what, what am I looking for? I mean, it was pretty in your face. Cause from the beginning of the movie, she's the one that's talking about kind of hooking up yeah. with, uh, Again, because I don't want to mix up all the names in here. She's trying to hook up with Brittany in the film. Mm -hmm. And you know that from the onset of the film. Like as soon as the credits or the titles start, yeah. she's talking about how she wants to have sex with this girl and she yep. wants to have a relationship with her. And she's dreaming about all these things she's going to do before she goes to college. And Io's character is has an attraction to Isabel, but it's not as in your face. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I, I liked Senate in this film. I think that uh her comedy style is interesting again as as a co as really? a co-writer what do you what do you mean interesting what do I, you i think that sometimes it plays and other times it feels like there's something missing even in like the line delivery okay so i don't know if it's again i don't know if it's the writing or if it's her acting out her writing uh but and again it's not to compare the two actresses i just think Etta Beery was a, was stronger in this film i don't know i think it's just different characters because I think Rachel's character is coming at it from a purely wanting something and working hard to get whatever she wants, while Ao's character is coming at it from a more uh, sensitive point of view, where she's like, oh, I don't really want to take advantage of these people. Like, yeah, I think I want to do this because my best friend is, but I'm more actually interested in this girl emotionally. While Rachel's character is coming at it purely for like sex. That's fair. You know? So she, again, at least in terms of like the super bad comparison, she's definitely more of like the Jonah Hill type. Yes. Yeah. I but can then see I that. think, I think why I liked this film also is it's not just them making a replica of the male comedy. Mm -hmm. They are making fun of almost the early nineties oh, yeah. male comedies and flipping the script and saying like, okay, it used to be the males were doing anything they could to get the cheerleader girl. Now we have two girl female lead best friends doing exactly what men were doing to get the girl. So I think it's going at it from a different lens, but almost telling the same story, which is why 
uh, one character has a bigger arc change than the other one. I liked how they uh, played fun of a lot of the high school uh, athletic so tropes. So much. It was and, so funny. And it's, it's, it's very, like I said, it's very in your face. Uh, and I think sometimes it really works. Other times, I think some of the jokes fall flat. I wasn't in crazy pack theater, but there were certain moments where it's like, I felt like they were trying to hit the mark with a joke and either I was the only one laughing or nobody was laughing, Wait, which really? was unfortunate. Um, but again, that's, I think that the interesting thing, if we could jump into just like broad comedy for a second, I feel like it's so hard to make a comedy nowadays because you don't really know what is acceptable, what's not acceptable to say. And in this film, I feel like they had pretty free reign to say mm -hmm. what they wanted. And I, I, I don't know if it was that people were afraid to laugh, which oh, my theater was cracking. Okay. Up. That's good to know. Like, so I think that's why I also liked this film because the environment that I watched it in what this is the first time that I've been in a theater probably in the last three years where there's 20 people in the theater and every single person is belly laughing so loud that you can't even hear the next line being said. Okay. So that's good. Yeah. Which I, really, which might've changed my, I think so. Yeah. That I do. probably hurt my theater experience mm -hmm. because if I didn't have like, again, comedy and horror, those two, sort of genres that you want that communal feeling mm -hmm. and once you're experiencing it with other moviegoers then it kind of heightens the experience for you i didn't feel that unfortunately with this film the whole time which i think might have mm -hmm. that's annoying i know that is annoying that's annoying because i literally at the end of it i'm walking out and i was like wow that was that was great because everybody was laughing at the end for, for the ending credits not a single person left everybody just sat there to watch the the bloopers the bloopers going yeah, on i like that too. which again i loved because i was like okay yeah everybody felt like this was a this was a good comedy yeah i actually think it might be my favorite comedy of the year yeah i don't know if i've seen i mean do you categorize barbie as a comedy no okay because i mean this is a broad comedy that's the other part of it like there's not a lot of these released anymore yeah which is why i'm actually happy that a film like this got to theaters and we talked a little bit off screen about how if the SAG strike wasn't happening and the WGA strike wasn't happening I feel like this film would be getting more attention mm -hmm. because this is like a movie where it could be like little engine that could and again we talked a little bit about Booksmart but Booksmart was a film that kind of grew and grew and grew as as people started to talk about it more I loved Booksmart I thought Booksmart was fantastic and it was like a great directorial debut for Olivia Wilde and it just hit a mark and a comedy that like I was really happy to see. And I was proud of, cause I haven't seen a comedy that made me laugh that much in a while. This film, again, not only the theater experience for me, but I feel like if they were able to market it better, it would be doing better. Cause right now it's, it's got a pretty small budget. It's only $11 million, a little over 11 million. And it's been out for one weekend, but it only made 4 million. So it hasn't even made back half its budget yet. And that's, it is a smaller movie, yeah. but again, we're talking broad comedy. Ayo Edebiri is the lead of one of the biggest shows on TV right mm -hmm. now. And I don't know if a lot of people know about but this I film. But I think that this is a film that people are tr kind of waiting for the reviews to come out first to see if it's actually funny. And it's getting good reviews. It has really, really good scores everywhere. Mm -hmm. On IMDb, uh, which is again, is is very audience driven but it has a 7.7 .7, which is a really good score for imdb yep i think it's in the high 90s on rotten tomatoes 95 95 so um i think it's a i think it's a really funny film it's not i think it's different though than Booksmart. i think they're two different films okay because Booksmart is completely grounded in reality this is bottoms is the most uh, like unrealistic 
film that then has moments that are real. Yeah. It's super satire, over the top, almost kind of borders. Um, like it kept reminding me of those horror films that are so over the top and gory are you, that you're laughing okay. sometimes. So, cause this, I would say too, this could be in the same vein as something like a wet, hot American summer, just yes. not as mm-hmm. uh, meta. I don't think there no. are moments where it's definitely in there, but wet, hot American summer is very satirical. This one has a lot of moments of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I think that maybe if they, I feel like if they set that up from the very beginning too, like I feel like it, they took their time a little bit to get there. Really? Yeah, I a little disagree, bit. Though, because... Okay, maybe it's because I didn't see the trailers. Okay, so when, what was the moment that you thought, that you realized that it, this was going to be satire? Or um, did it take you a long time to figure that out? Well, so so I felt it a little bit when the football team comes out, right, at the yeah. carnival. But there's also, have you ever seen the film Fired Up? It was a really corny, uh, like, 2000s maybe? comedy. But it was like, that was a movie where I think it tried to take, I mean, it's a, it's a male cheerleading movie, but I felt that at the same time, they were trying to make a little bit more of, like, not as meta of a comedy. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it felt like that to me. So it was like, it, it was campy, but I don't know if I would categorize this film as campy more than I would categorize it as, like, meta. Like, I think it's very in your face with its references. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the characters are just kind of like these cornballs. I don't know if necessarily it leads itself to be a campy movie, if that makes sense. I would say it's camp. Okay. I mean, the moment I realized what the tone was going to be, the moment that they hit. So, I mean, if you haven't seen the film, please go watch it. Because at this point now, we're going to start talking about certain things also. Yeah. Um but the moment that they hit hit him with the car, hit him with the car, it's but really it's funny. like a tap. That's the moment that I was like, great, buckled up. Let's go. This is going to be some over the top film um, that is going to have that's not going to be in reality, which I like for comedies, too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think the reason some comedies don't land is because they're trying to be funny in real circumstances. But it sometimes doesn't work for films because you need um, to give a little bit more of a story to get that comedy in the characters. Mm -hmm. So for this, I thought it really worked. And that was the moment that I was like, okay, this is going to be satire. Great buckled up. Um, But then the part, but then they still were able to pull a little bit on your heartstrings because of that connection that they made in the opening scene between the two friends. Yes, I agree. I, I think that I do think that their chemistry together was able to if I felt their chemistry more so than again, like if we're talking about book smart, mm-hmm. they, they were great together. Beanie Feldstein and Caitlin Dever. But even the part that the fact that you kind of laid out for us that they were roommates at NYU, like you could tell that there is they've been friends for a while. Yeah. Um, They also which I think is kind of funny uh, for like all our cinema fans that are watching or whatever. They both have had letterboxed accounts for like years. Yeah. So they're cinema like nerds, which I love. Um. Some of the quotes I know that that you have <laughs> you have written out here that were funny uh, in the beginning of the movie when they're talking about how nobody pays attention to them because they're not only gay but they're ugly and untalented gays. Well, that's the announcement that the, pre- the principal said that gets referenced. Yeah, about yeah. twenty minutes later in the film when the principal makes the announcement, tell yeah. them to come to the office. He's like, can the ugly, untalented gays please come to the principal's office? Yeah, I'm curious too because we talked about it a little bit. What did you think of? Marshawn Lynch's performance because this he's a former NFL 
Super Bowl winning running back. Did you know who he was prior to seeing the movie? No, of course Because this is not. a big, this is like his first big role. Well, I know. I had things, no but... clue that that was, I didn't know who he was. I literally just thought like, okay, yeah, he's an actor. <laughs> Good for this guy. <laughs> and Tyler was the one that was like, I can't believe like, he was in this movie and he did so good. And then I was like, how do you know who this person is? And I don't. And he was like, he used to be in the NFL or he was in the NFL. And I was like, oh, okay. makes sense. I thought he was incredible in it. Yeah. I thought his one liners were really funny. Um, It was also, I think he did a lot of uh improv for it. A lot of the lines oh, okay. that he said That's awesome. that he was coming up on his, with, with on his own which is really nice. Um, but he was so funny in it. I, I loved it. I loved his, uh, I love when they're having basically like the, the round table therapy scene <laughs> on the ground of the gym floor. Yeah. And everyone reveals all these really serious like things that they're dealing with. And he's like, I'm going through a divorce yeah. y'all. And he just like basically goes off and it's, it's a really, I thought he was really good in the film. Um, Ayo Edabiri again, I think just has a, does a really good job of showcasing the comedy and the drama mm-hmm. uh, in the film, which again, like you, you talked about Senate, that wasn't really the job of her character. So I can't knock her no. for that. I felt like Senate's job was to be a little bit more of the physical comedy. And, uh, and I thought that she did well on that. Yeah. What did you think about the fight choreography? Cause a lot of this film is based in, again, I guess just kind of referencing what the plot of the movie is. Yeah. Right. Well, so the plot of the movie is pretty much these two best friends who start a high school fight club in hopes to hook up with the high school cheerleaders. Yep. Um, and then it kind of just goes off into this crazy storyline from that. And I, so I think the thing that I didn't, that left, kept, prevented me from loving this film is that it was kind of a typical storyline. It wasn't something that we've never seen before. Yeah. But I think what I ended up really liking about it was that it was from a different lens completely. It wasn't just another remake. Um, They were making fun of a lot of the 90s, early teenage films in a really funny way. And in small little details that um, I feel like if I rewatch this film, it'll still make me laugh because I'll have missed, I think I missed a lot in the first viewing, especially because the audience was just laughing so hard that I would miss a second line after the first line was said. Mm -hmm. But like, for example, one of the things that I found just funny and smart was it was super tiny. But when they're in the classroom scene and the principal is calling them to come to the principal's office, Rachel Senate says like, that was it. Class was like two minutes. Yeah, yeah. Which is so funny because it's true in all of these films and like TV, uh, like comedies it's like the classes are done in a second and Mm. so it's nice that they were um that aware to put that in their script of calling out these these moments in films that it's like well that's not real yeah it pokes fun at a lot and i love that they're able to be silly Mm -hmm. and mess around with those types of comedies that we've talked about a little bit that it seems they were really inspired by yeah in terms of uh having a film in this vein that we haven't seen in a while. Yeah. So I really respected that aspect of it. it. It's a pretty chaotic movie. I feel like it has a lot of ebbs and flows, not emotionally, but just shit just hits the fan at random times. And you're yeah. like, what's going on? Like, I mean, the bomb scene is, is oh kind of crazy. And I love that scene. I think it's hilarious. I really liked her in that film, in the film as well. Um, Ruby Cruz, who plays mm-hmm. Hazel, who, uh, 
I don't think we've seen. Too, she was in a couple episodes of Mayor of Easttown, I think. I don't know if you watched that. Yes. Um, uh, I don't know what else I've seen her in, though. But uh, she's a Jersey native, so shout out Ruby Cruz. Um, but, yeah, I really – I thought that the, the, the early classroom scene, honestly, like you were – I think kind of put me in a different mode once I saw that scene. Okay. That, was I, that when it got you? Yeah, like, I think okay, I think go. it was I think it was one of the funnier written scenes too. Just like yeah. really like there was so much happening in such a short so amount of time. Pace. Also in the background they had the weirdest things going on because well I, in the background they had the guy in the cage. In the cage, which at yeah. first I didn't even realize. And then Tyler he leans over, he's like, "Why is there a guy in a cage?" And I was like, "What are you talking about?" And then I saw it and I was like, "I don't know. Let's see what happens." I so. thought it was crazier too because I just thought <laughs> that was going to be something that was just there and was never referenced again mm-hmm. in the film. And then he comes out of nowhere in the scene with hazel later on in yeah. the film so i thought that was a good callback um i don't know i i like i said i like this movie i thought it was a, there there were times where i was laughing out loud but i do think that probably the theater experience that i had might have hurt hurt it a little bit for me because you wanted to laugh but nobody else was laughing so i don't e- i don't like- even know if it was that but sometimes you know sometimes like something that you think is kind of funny and mm-hmm. it'll make you like chuckle a little bit but if there's a reaction from someone else it'll make you laugh even more because you're yeah. like oh okay I didn't feel that a lot with this movie, mm, which was okay. unfortunate. Um, but there were some movies where I was laughing out loud by myself, and I was totally fine with it because I thought the movie honestly was a pretty funny movie. I think this was a really funny movie. I think also it has a very high. Um, you can rewatch this movie. Yes. I think like I will actually rewatch this, which I think will help it in it making it money its money back and getting more views. Um, I think. Also, uh, Emma is a very young director and writer. Um, So I think as people keep seeing her name pop up, they'll go and rewatch her films and say like, oh, okay, now I see the progression. And like she went from Shiva Baby, which is um, a super small indie film um, with with a completely different tone. It's much more grounded, takes place in one night in one house. And um, this is a completely bigger budget, bigger film, a lot more going on, which is kind of nice to see her grow and push herself Mm -hmm. um, as a young director, because rather than trying to remake a film that she just made, like Shiva Baby, she took it a completely different way and was like, "Okay, let's go for the comedy. Let's go for the outrageous, campy kind of uh, like sexual, funny teen film rather than going for the serious uncomfortable on the edge of your seat uh indie film yeah and i do think uh one of the reviews that you had written on the outline here talks about how men have in a lot of times in in the comedy genre and high school comedies in general Mm -hmm. like similar to super bad they've had a lot of um space and freedom to do a lot of like crazy things and just giant swings and physical Mm -hmm. comedy and vulgarity and this is a film where you see the females take like the forefront of that. Yeah. And I thought it was really good to see that highlighted. And like you said, we haven't seen a lot of silly comedies in a while. No. And something like this with two great up and coming young talents, like Etta Beery and Senate, I thought really helped the movie. Like, because if you kind of brought in these unknowns that could have been very well talented, it might not have held the same standard or it might not have been as funny. Um, but I like this movie. I, I It's not at the absolute top of my list this year, but I, I would give it a po- I'm going to give it a positive review. Nice. I have to say shout out to Elizabeth Banks because she's a producer on this film. Um, and she was also a director and producer on Cocaine Bear, which I know they're completely different films, but I just think she's really pushing for this comedy 
over the top films to come back into society and like give it another fresh take. Well, she was also in Wet Hot American Summer. I know. So this is probably a genre that she really wants to play around in again, not mm-hmm. only as an actress, but as a creative. She wants to start to see things like this come out and she's a part of that movement. Yeah. So I think that's going to be awesome. Um, it's funny because when I was reading reviews before I saw the film, uh, people were kind of saying that this is very almost like a Gen Z Mean Girls film. Okay. Do you agree or disagree with that statement? I would disagree a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that Mean Girls is more of a cult sort of thing that kind of built upon itself. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this will. I think this is a is a larger swing. I think that this is a bolder comedy, and I think that again this plays more in in a different realm of comedies. Again, similar to some of the ones we've talked about that are these bolder, louder sort of R rated comedies. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, if it is the Gen Z Mean Girls, then again, I think it's on like a just a whole different level in terms of yeah, in your face, in terms of of the language, all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's it's a violent movie. I know. At the same time, I, I don't know. know if Mean Girls like hits that same target for me. I don't know because I could see it because I think the thing that makes Mean Girls what like the phenomenon that it is is being so rewatchable. And being able to keep watching things and being like, oh, my God, I I didn't hear that line the first time I saw it. That line makes me laugh every time. And I actually do think that Bottoms, if I were to go rewatch it, I'm going to keep laughing at the same parts because I'm going to be hearing things that I didn't hear the first watch. Okay. So I could see it. Um, I mean, Shiva Baby has a huge cult following. Yeah. It's it's and it keeps growing. So I could see this kind of getting its own cult following and a lot of people loving it. Um, I also get very similar vibes for uh, Emma Seligman of like a young uh, Greta. Okay. Only because Greta had this, had these like super small indie films when she was first starting out that weren't perfect films but you were like okay yeah yeah i see what we're trying to do here um like francis ha which kind of gives me it, it, it's not the same film as shiva baby but i could see it being on the same playing ground you're saying rachel senate or no you're saying no, no. emma seligman right emma seligman okay so i could see people getting behind her as a young director and just wanting to see more and more come from her, which would then lead bottoms into being a cult favorite, like uh, mean girls. I think her tone as a director, at least based in this little bit in the film, more so in the writing reminded me more actually of like Alina Dunham, like, okay. like something in the vein of girls. Okay. Um, because girls, there are moments where it's definitely in your face, but it's clever. Mm-hmm. So I think her, I'm, I'm definitely interested to see if she continues the collaboration with Rachel Sennett as mm-hmm. well. Um, I don't know if they had done other things previously to Shiva baby, but they're two for two right yeah. now based on what they're doing. Um, but yeah, I thought that, uh, I don't know. I Greta to me is, is just, again, it's hard cause I haven't seen Shiva baby, but it's, it's a more artistic take. And to me, it's hard to kind of see that. I think you need. I think you should watch Shiva Baby. Okay. Because it really I do is a completely different tone, different camera work, different everything. Um, which again, it's nice to see that as a young director, she can do this range rather than picking one vibe and just keep going with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I have to watch Shiva Baby. You do. I'm not sure. You do. Um. 
so yeah, overall, like I said, I think that it's a film that I more movies like this should be coming out. Mm-hmm. And again, I think it's unfortunate that the strikes are happening right now, so we can't get a little bit more buzz. Uh, despite what our review is, I think everyone should go and see this movie to kind of get a different aspect of film. Like we're seeing so many big tent poles this year and mm-hmm. some things are getting pushed, but like Barbie and Oppenheimer was really good for cinema, but those were movies that were in everybody's face for a lot of the year. Everyone was anticipating Barbenheimer. Bottoms is a movie that you should go and see because there hasn't been a lot of big swings in comedy like this in a while. Like I said, it stars two great up and coming actresses. And I think that it's just something that we haven't seen in a while. So if you're looking for something different to see at the movies, I would I would recommend seeing Bottoms. I agree. I think it's a funny, raunchy, like teen film that anybody can laugh at. It's not just like a PG thirteen uh film that you're like, oh, okay, I'm over this. Also, it's very fast paced. So yes. I wasn't Quick ever movie. bored. It's only an hour and like thirty one minutes, I think. Yeah. And like, like I wasn't ever bored with it. Every scene I was like, oh my gosh, okay, okay, where are we going next with this? So I think this I think the screenplay was really good um for her like second biggest big film i'm excited to see where they go with it um yeah so what would you rate it um i would like you said i was very entertained with the film as well which is always a good sign you don't want to be bored when you're in the movies despite the runtime i was never bored with this movie i think some moments it really hits other moments it misses a little bit but that also could have been due to my theater experience unfortunately disappointing. Um, i know it's a little disappointing but i'm gonna give i'm still gonna give it a positive review i'm gonna give it a 7.2 Okay, that's a little so bit higher than I at. thought you were. Yeah, go. so I'm I'm in the sevens, uh, but I couldn't get a little higher with that because I don't know. There was, like I said, certain. I I think there are moments in this movie where it's not made for me, mm-hmm. and I think that I can say that, and that's acceptable. I there's just certain moments where it's not for me. Yeah, and that doesn't take away from the movie as a whole, but certain moments I wasn't able to laugh the same way. But I really respected what they did, and I'm really interested to see them collaborate more and i'm really interested to watch shiva baby especially based on what you said how they're kind of different yeah, movies you should go so, watch it yeah definitely. it was really good for sure what about you what's um, score? i'm giving it a solid eight okay just because i really liked it um i think all of her one-liners are so funny uh it's it's it, there's so many lines too like mm. at one point i was when i got out of the theater i was trying to write a few down and then i was like oh my god there's just so many i can't even remember them all um the reason it's not like a nine for me is because the uh, main storyline we've seen before. Yeah. Uh, she was just going at it from a from from a queer point of view, which I love and I think was really smart and uh, will do really well. But her next film, I kind of want to see her do another comedy but in a storyline that we maybe haven't seen before. I really want to see Senna and Etta Beery work together again too. Yeah. Because I think their chemistry is so great together that even, and I would love to see them both do comedy too. Cause I think especially Etta Beery, cause we haven't seen it from no, her. Cause she's deep in the bear right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Like and she's, she's going to, she's joining the MCU. So hopefully that doesn't take her away from projects like this. Cause I want to see her do more little stuff. Mm-hmm. I know that's a big one for mm-hmm. you, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but um, I would love to see them collaborate more. And the fact that they're friends in real life, I think we'll, we'll see them do other things in the yeah. future together. I also, I am excited for this, like, triplet group because i feel like they're starting to make a little bit of a circle amongst themselves and i i i don't know why but i feel like uh senna and Siligman are gonna have like a production company eventually together so that they can just start producing their own films yeah what what is something that you would like to see uh that 
like at least the top three talents in this, what are things you'd like to see them tackle next? If there's anything in particular. Um, I actually think they should do another comedy. I, it's probably hard though, writing wise, because you just did one. So you're probably sick of it too. Mm. Uh, I think I read somewhere also that it, they have been writing this for like five years. Okay. Where they just started writing like lines down. I wonder together. if they wrote this together or like it was an idea that uh, Senate had like when they were going to NYU. I, don't I think know how it was. No, so I think I, I I followed them both on Instagram and I, I don't remember which one, but one of them posted something about like uh, this project started like five years ago where we just started writing down lines together that we were thought were funny. And then we started putting it together into a script and just kind of came together eventually over time. So I think probably it was while they were at NYU that they started on this. Um, but I feel like I would like to see them do a uh, another comedy, but again, just a different storyline that we haven't seen yet. I think this was good because, like I've said before, it was a storyline we've seen, but um, I want them to stay on the comedy route. I think they could do well, especially if they team up with Elizabeth Banks again. It'll be fire yeah i think i would like to see senate do something maybe in the vein of like a coen brothers movie too so really? something yeah something that is is playful and the characters kind of make fun of themselves like mm. she did in this but something where you put her in a different environment i okay. think would be interesting to see from her i thought okay I, I just have to say i did not like the idol but i kept saying when we did our first episode on it that she was the only interesting person to me in that entire yeah, I would, cast. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. So I say give her another shot at television too, mm. but just give her a better show. Yeah, for sure. Because um, she does really transform in her characters because her character in Bottoms is nothing like the character in Shiva Baby. Okay. Very different vibes. Interesting. I'm excited to watch Shiva Baby. Mm -hmm. I'm excited we both saw this movie. Me too. Um, please be sure to check out Bottoms, which is playing in theaters everywhere right now if you haven't already. Just signing off, I am Darian Scalamoni. I am Liz Seiko. And we'll see you guys next time.